May you never doubt your worth and power, and may you never feel too small. And may God continue to abundantly bless you and your family. Cheers to Bonnie. Oh, love you. Laura, you little stinker. Thanks, but I want my water back. <laughs> <laughs> so again, thank you. My name is Laura Moret. Um, little backstory: in 2009, I competed in a season of Survivor in Samoa. And then in 2013, CBS called me back and said, we want you to come back and we want you to bring a loved one with you. Well, I have my daughter that you saw and I have two boys. And the funny little short story about this is my daughter is not athletic, she's not competitive, she wouldn't even do like the obstacle course at church camp. She wanted nothing to do with any of that. Both of my boys are athletic and competitive and they picked my daughter. So we filmed together in 2013. And little did I know, that, that exchange that you just heard with Jeff Probst would totally change the trajectory of how I viewed life. It, when he said that to me, a little backstory is that was day 37. With the show, if you last 39 days, you're in the finale and you get a chance to win $1 million. In my season, I was sent, I was voted out, I was sent to a place called Redemption Island where I had to compete and you saw some of the challenges challenge after challenge every three or four days with another contestant that got voted out. And whoever lost got sent home for good. At one point in the game, if you won the challenge, you got to go back into the game and be a contestant again for the $1 million. And I did that. I won that challenge. I went back into the game. Only to last about nine or 10 days, and then they voted me out again. So I'm back at Redemption Island, and that exchange that you see is on day 37. If I would have won that last challenge, either myself or Sierra likely would have walked away with $1 million. So you can imagine the devastation I felt. You can imagine the disappointment that I felt that I was. Not only did I disappoint myself, I felt I disappointed my daughter. I felt I failed. I, I thought, you know, how, how do I deal with this? So when Jeff told me those words, when he said, when I, when I couldn't accept the fact that I lost, and I'm a disappointment, and I'm not supposed to lose, and no, this isn't the way, and, and he said, some may say, teaching your kids that you must win, or you're a failure, is the wrong one, but rather giving it everything that you have is success. And that was the only thing that I heard at that time, because my ears were ringing, my, I was, it was 118 degrees, 37 days without very, very minimal food of rice, and, you know, you're, you're, you're just starved, and you're hot. But when he said those words to me, it, something happened to where it changed the way I viewed things. And I realized that when you change the way, the cha when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And I, I went home. We had an amazing experience when we came home. Um, I went on a, a speaking circuit, which was really fun. I got to travel around, and that's why this is such a blessing, because I'm actually here speaking to you ladies in my own hometown, and so it's, it's such a blessing to do that. But I traveled around and got to share my story, and I didn't take it as a negative. I took it as a positive. But what it also taught me is to not be afraid to try something, because I failed. I failed really, really big, and it's still okay. So after, after that happened, 
through a series of fortunate misfortunate events, I ended up running for political office, okay? I've been a um, political nerd for my whole life, and so I always wanted to do that. I always wanted to somehow get involved in politics. But you know what? The voice in my head was telling me, you're not smart enough, you're not good enough, there's somebody better than you, you're not skilled enough, you can't do that. And so I never did. But those words that Jeff said to me that made me change my perspective on how I thought things were, I said, you know what? I'm not going to live in fear. I'm not going to live my life wishing I would have done something. So I did. I ran for office in 2016. I knocked over 20,000 doors myself. I went to every community event, any, any neighborhood meeting. I met with anybody and everybody that, I would, that would meet with me so I could hear what was going on in my community. And I worked my butt off. Worked my butt off. And in November 9th, on election day, I knew that regardless of the outcome, that I had did everything that I could do to win, or everything that I could do to try to win. Well, I didn't win. I lost by less than 2,000 votes. But it was okay because my little friend Rocky Balboa, right? We all know Rocky. Okay, he has a quote, and I'm going to read this quote so I don't mess it up. He says, it's not about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit. So I'm like, okay, well, that sucked. I didn't win that. Now what you got for me? Because I'm not afraid anymore to try something, to chase after something I've always wanted to do. And if you haven't noticed, that's kind of been our theme along with today's date is, I know we all have dreams, right? Carmen had us do that exercise where we sat down and we had to write down what our dream was. And, and as hard as, as, and as embarrassing sometimes as it sounded when we were writing it down, like, oh my gosh, this sounds so silly, it's still your dream. And we all have a dream. We all have some type of music inside our heart telling us that this is the beat that you, you need to march to. This is what drives you. This is where your passion in your heart. And I don't know... If you're, if you're listening to that music in your heart, and I want to encourage you today to listen to that music in your heart, no matter how crazy it may sound, right? Because you don't want to get to the end of your life and wish you would have done something. I think that could be the biggest disservice we can do for ourselves, is get to the end and say, man, I wish I, I wish I've wrote, written that book. I wish I would have composed that musical. I wish I would have opened up that goat farm. I wish I would have opened up an ice cream shop. I wish I would have, I wish I would have. God gave us one life. Doesn't mean that he only gives us one passion though either. He gives us lots of passions and we need to pursue those and we need to not be scared to do that. Because I'll tell you, it was hard standing in that Philippine jungle in the middle of that gladiator style arena after knowing one day left, really, it was one day left because day 39 is basically nothing, you're already there, that I just potentially lost a million dollars for either myself or my daughter. And I know money's not everything, and I just wanted to win too, right? You have all these people you want to go up against, but it's, it, it's hard when things that you think are going to happen and that you try so hard don't happen, it's okay, right? It's okay. You get up and you say, okay, now what am I going to do? 
And now what am I going to try? David Henry Thoreau, he's an author, and he wrote a quote, and here's what he says. He says, if a man does not keep pace with his companions, perhaps it's because he hears a different drummer. Let him step to the music he hears. And this kind of goes back to my, what I was speaking about when Carmen was having us do that exercise of, gosh, does it sound silly? Does it, let, she wants to go on Rachel Ray. Remember how she said people kind of chuckled at her when she said that? Okay, you need to listen to that music that's in your heart that's telling you, you can do this. Don't quit. Because failure, let me tell you, ladies, is not the end of the world. What the end of the world is, is not chasing your dreams and getting to the end of your life and saying, I wish I would have. So don't do that. Please don't do that. I, I beg you not to do that. So in my notes here, I put, sadly, I'm just going to read this to you so I don't miss it. Sadly, too many of us are afraid to listen to that music and march to it. Don't be afraid to listen to the music in your heart. Don't get to the end of your life and wonder what my whole life, if my whole life had been wrong. No matter how weird it may sound to others, listen to the music in your heart. Live your lives. Don't, go, don't let your life go by and wish you would have. Don't get to the end and not have your music played. Don't die with music still in your heart. And I'm so thankful that I'm here. I'm thankful for that survivor experience. I'm thankful what a lot of things, for those of you that watched the show, what you didn't see in this little series was when my daughter filmed with me, she wasn't even sure, as I mentioned, that she even wanted to do it, right? She didn't like camping. There's no way she wanted to eat bugs. She liked, she liked her room, her blow dryers, and a shower and food. And you watched her on stage transform from this doe-eyed girl saying, Mom, what do I do? How, how do we build a shelter? How do we make fire? To at the very end of the show, she's telling me, Mom, here's what we're going to do. And it was because she conquered her fear of doing something that she didn't want to do, that she is this strong, amazing woman now because she realized that I'm not going to let fear paralyze me from listening to the music in my heart. And so, ladies, today, if you have that terrible, nagging voice in your head that's telling you that you're not smart enough, that you're not good enough, that if only people knew what you did, that there's somebody better than you. Let me tell you all something, and I promise you this, that's a lie. That is a lie. That is a lie. That's not true. But you know what does make it true? Is when you believe it and you don't do it. Because then you're sitting there paralyzed in your fear that you're going to fail. So what? You fail. So what? I didn't win a million dollars. So what? I'm not the president of the United States. Right? I mean, there's worse things that could be happening. Right? Yeah. A lot worse things. So to just kind of close up here, because what I'm going to do is we're having a... Um, <laughs> one thing I love is I love competition. So, can we turn the house lights up for just one momento, please? So, I was a little nervous when they told you to look under your chairs earlier because I was worried that somebody was going to see what I planned it. But you're going to actually have to. We're going to do a challenge, y'all, because one of the things about me, I win challenges. Right? I'm competitive. I'm obnoxiously competitive. 
I wouldn't even let my kids win Hi Ho Cherio. I'm like, go cry in your room because you lost, right? <laughs> Too bad. That's just the way I was. Terrible mom of the year, I know. But there are under four of the chairs, you're going to have to get your chair up, turn it over. There's a little white sticker at the bottom of your chair. Underneath it, it says survivor. If that is you, please come up here because you're going to compete in a challenge against me. Let's go, ladies. Bon Bon, I'm going to need you to time us if you can. Do you have like a little timer or something? You got it? I hear one. It's a little white sticker. Come on up when you, when you find it. Come on up. There should be four out there. I see one lady coming. And there's prizes. Oh, hoo, hoo. look at, looky, look. Are you, a, oh, okay, perfect. Come on up, ladies. Don't be shy. How long do you want? Let's do 15 seconds each time. Okay, ready? Okay, where's my four ladies? Come on up here. Don't be shy. Come on up. Okay, come on up and let, let's introduce yourselves. You're going to have to act like you're kissing me and talking my microphone. Okay, go ahead, talk in my mic and tell me your name. Stephanie Newton. Caitlin Hansen. Tiffany Lawrence. Mm -hmm. Shannon Beck. Okay, ladies, here's what we're going to do. So in, in Survivor, come on up, don't be scared. Um, every three or four days you had to compete in a challenge, and if you lost the challenge, you were sent home, or you were going to potentially be sent home because you were going to be voted out. So this is teaching you how well you can perform under pressure because, let me tell you, first prize, get this awesome bottle of Willamette Valley Whole Cluster, right? If that is not worth playing for. Okay, so here's, what, here's the rules. You'll notice there's three colors on your dowel. The first time, you are to put the top of your hand on the red, like that, okay? You're each going to come over here, place a ball in front of you, and what you're going to do, you're going to grab the ball like this, Arms out in front of you and hold it up like that. Ready? It gets a little bit harder. Come on, ladies. So get, get ready, and when I say go, we're going to start. Okay? Uh-oh. Is there enough room? I'll do it down here. I'm an expert. You ready? On the count of three, everybody's going to lift their balls and hold it in front of them. One, two, three. Hold it out in front. 15 seconds. Focus. Focus. Now, mind you, in Survivor, oh, look at you over there with your little twist. In Survivor, it's about 100 and one. Done. Put the balls down. Give them a round of applause. It gets harder, ladies. Ready? Now, move your hands down so it's to the black. The top of your hands is on the black. Get ready. Grab, grab your balls, ladies. <laughs> ready? On the count of three, we're all going to lift. One, two, three, lift. Hold it up. Come on. Come on. Okay. We got one down. Two down. Come on. You got to get it. She, oh. Okay. Okay, me and you. Stephanie, you ready? Oh, my ball. 
Honey, you thank you, ladies. I, I do have a prize for you, so don't, don't leave. The last one, you ready? On the blue. This is tough. Now, the tall people have quite the advantage for our short little ones whose arm span is only, hey, hey we're the same size. You girls are perfect. Perfect, right, ready? Come here, little ball. Okay, on the count of three. One, two, three. Oh, oh keep going, you can do it. No. Okay, got it? Shit. Focus. It's all right. You guys, you did Thank awesome. You. Give them a round of applause, ladies. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Mm, let me give you guys all your prizes. Mm. Stefan, you get the bottle of wine. Celebrate. Thank you, ladies. A cute journal for you. Thank you. Thank you. So in closing, ladies, what I want you to take home, don't be afraid to try. But most importantly, especially since Val's going to come up, and close us out with this amazing music. Don't die with music still playing in your heart, right? Right? Don't be afraid to try. So thank you all so much for having me. You guys are the best ladies ever, wherever. Thanks. Oh, I have to stay up here, right? Yes, you okay. do. <laughs> Laura Moret, you will always be a winner to us. Another round of applause for our rock star. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Was that fun or what? And dang, she looked good in a bikini. That just is not right. Hey, little one, do you want to take your balls? Um, I mean, that sounds really weird, but um, thank you. Yes, thank you so much, so much. Okay, boy, we're nearing the wrap-up. We have some really special things we're going to do now. Um, they say sharing is caring. Each year, the Amazing You Conference selects a nonprofit to donate to. Last year, it was CASA. This year, we have two. Pursuit for Patterson. Bringing Awareness to Children Born with a Rare Skin Disease. Here to tell us more about Pursuit for Patterson is Christy Deeds. Yeah. Oh, hello. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm not. Um, as Bonnie said, my name is Christy Deeds, and I am the co-founder of Pursuit for Patterson. We are a family-founded nonprofit that raises awareness for a rare skin condition called epidermolysis bullosa. EB is a family of genetic disorders that affects the proteins that bind our skin together. Um, this came to fruition out of a place of healing and grief after my best friend, by choice, cousin by birth, gave birth to her son Patterson, who was unexpectedly born with this non-curable disease. Our mission today is to create and bring awareness to the disease, but also while providing support and resources to families who are raising children with this diagnosis, and also supporting families who are just raising a child with a critical illness. So we have done many amazing things. Let me tell you, two girls originally from small town Wyoming, if we can do it, anybody can. Um, 
We have sat in front of members of the FDA, we have sat in front of healthcare Senate committees, and we have told them what we need from them, what, what we need to be different. Um, we send out robust care packages that contain medical supplies, special clothing, and items needed for the particular child that it's going to. To date, we, and by we, I mean all of the incredible donors who have helped us with this, other businesses, organizations, and nonprofits, have now put over $70,000 back into our rare disease community. And we are just getting started. It's been three and a half years. Um, I am very proud to say, with a very warm heart, that Patterson is now four years old. He has self-proclaimed that Home Goods is his favorite store. <laughs> he is a comedian, he's ready for his own Netflix special, but most importantly, he is not only living, he is thriving with epidermolysis bullosa. And as a family, we are committed to continuing this fight to stand up for people who are living with a critical condition and demanding for better resources and better health care. And um, Bonnie and Tatriva, thank you so much for making this possible with your donation. But thank you for also placing value on our mission to cure EB. For those of us, like me, who does not know about EB, let's break it down. Um, what happens to a young child if I just go, oh, it's so good to see you again, and touch your arm like that? It could be potentially okay, but it also potentially could just remove the skin from their arm. It could cause a blister. Children living with EB, because they have such compromised skin, often have reoccurring wounds and wounds that never heal. Mm -hmm. So if you ever run into a child who is wrapped like a mummy, um, I hope that this condition comes to your mind and that you would maybe approach their parents and speak to them about it. There are approximately 25,000 people in the US that live with EB, but Oregon and Washington are home to six or seven of those children, a few that I've had the pleasure to meet. Um, there are two that live in Portland and one that live in Eugene, so it's not out of the realm of possibility that you may ever cross their paths. Thank you, Christy. Why don't you have a seat? Capes and crowns, providing amazing photo shoots at no cost to children who are dealing with cancer and other serious illnesses, as well as special needs. Here to tell us more about the work and the service of Capes and Crowns is this year's sponsor of the red carpet photo area, Jennifer Astorga. Thank you. Oh my gosh, what an honor. Um, Capes and Crowns is a new foundation. It started in 2016. I am a volunteer photographer, and I represent here in Salem on their behalf. They are based out of Portland. Kylie Cole is the CEO and founder, and I'll give you a little backstory of how it started. Um, she is also a photographer, and she used to photograph birthday parties and fun events for little kids. And one time, she had photographed these, this family up on a hill, and the sun was shining, and it hit the kid's boot buckle, and it just glared and made this really bright light. And she said, you know, I don't, I'm sorry about the, the glare on the photo, but I really love this one and I loved how it turned out. And the mother just burst into tears. She says, you don't know what this means. My son has cancer in that foot. And for something that has brought us darkness for so long, to be photographed in a way that shows light and strength and power is so encouraging to me. 
and gives me hope. And so it was just that moment there that really gave her an inclination that maybe there was something bigger here. And she started the foundation in 2016 with two photographers. They did 60 photo shoots that year. In 2017, they did 25, or um, they did 65. 2018, they've done 500, and this year we're on track for 1,000 photo shoots. We have 10 volunteers. We're all the volunteers, so the money that you donate goes directly to the kids and these photo shoots. So what we do is uh, children that, it benefits children who have cancer, terminal illness, life-threatening diseases, disabilities, um, learning disabilities, ADD, uh, autism, foster kids, anything that a child shouldn't go through that they're going through, we want to help empower those kids. And that's what these photo shoots are about. We let these children create their own photo shoot. They get to design it, they get to tell us what they want to be, and we let them dress up as any superhero or princess or real life hero that they want to be. And then we photograph them and we superimpose them on these amazing backgrounds. So you get Spider-Man swinging through these burning buildings that are crashing down around him. Batman standing there in front of his Batmobile. We also get real life superheroes like firefighters and the firemen will let us go to their station and photograph these kids. And we've had a Metro bus driver one time. And it's really just a way to help these children see that they are the true superheroes. They are going through things that many of us have never experienced nor never will. But they are bringing light and strength and um, just courage. The courage that these kids display is incredible. And so this, this uh, nonprofit organization is really, it really um, touches my heart. It's something that I am so passionate about being a part of. And I really feel honored to represent it and speak about it and bring awareness and ask for volunteers. We are a team of 10 right now. And with over 1,000 photo shoots in a year, it's an incredible um, amount of work. And so any support that you can give, whether it's sharing on social media or um, supporting, volunteering, it's just we appreciate anything that you can give. Um, I'm super nervous. so. <laughs> Um, but I just want to thank you for being here and thank you, Bonnie, for bringing awareness and choosing Capes and Crowns as one of the organizations for today's raffle. Thank you. Have a seat right here. Christy, can you come up? I would like to bring up Treva Gams. Treva is the owner of Gambretti's Italian restaurant in Salem and Albany. Treva also last night sponsored the VIP kickoff and party at Ritter's. Um, as we talked then when we were there, even though she has a wonderful establishment just down the street a few blocks, we as women, this is not competition when you get into the amazing new tribe. This is community. And Treva put together these two baskets that each one of you that bought a dollar raffle ticket, thank you, because one of you or two of you are going to win one of the two magnificent baskets. The first basket that Treva put together is an Italian basket, and it's valued at what, $300? 350 I believe. Yeah. Oh. Only 350. 350, yeah. 350, so that. Six bottles of Italian wine. Oh, dear father, Ooh. okay. Really nice. Okay, yeah. I love that. Your hair's looking good. Ooh, I know, what did I do? I know, what did you do from last night to today? Tonight, I know, I got up and stuck some curlers in it. Oh, oh, 
isn't that you know, know. a shower is good for me <sighs> I I, I, I thought about it, but it was like, oh, my gosh, how much time do I have? <laughs> oh, okay. I think they're going to keep me on track, Treva. Oh, wow. This is amazing. Okay, before we announce how much you generous women, oh, dear Father, gave, you won't even believe this. All right, I have to tell you the amounts. Are you ready? Over $1,600. Good job, ladies. We are able to give $807 to Pursuit for Patterson and Capes and Crowns. <laughs> Why don't you come to the front? Okay. And... Treva <laughs> is going to draw the winning ticket. Okay. <laughs> One moment. Okay, who's got uh, glasses or can read? Oh, no, here we go. All right, Christy, you have glasses. Would you read the, the winner? Oh, is it numbers? Okay, read, get your tickets out. And the winner is? 679068. Six seven nine zero six eight. Woo! Get on up here. Oh, <gasps> congratulations, Hi. Danielle! Oh my gosh, it's Danielle <laughs> Butler, um, school board queen, Kaiser. Come on! Right. Wow, it's a little heavy. Can we? You're strong. Uh, she wants it. All right. Don't act so excited. Remember, there's youngins here. Oh, here we go. All right. All right, yay. All right. No, now, I think we have another pile. Or is it the same? Different tickets. Oh, different tickets. This is tickets. for the Betsy, yes. Oh, wow, okay. The so restaurants that donated these uh, gift certificates all did it are local small industries that really wanted to support you women and these one? great causes. Do I have one? Whoops. Okay. Okay. And the winner, and this is $650 of $50 gift certificates. Hello. Okay. Ticket number 111595. One, 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 five, nine, five. <laughs> what? Come on up, who is it? Wait a minute, are you at the same table? Did you, did you buy all $1,600? Well, we love you. Come on, okay. Ms. A Francis. big hand, thank you. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Treva, so much. A big hand for Treva Gams. All righty then. What happened? Oh, dear father, I'm forgetting. Okay. Who did the bingo game? 
Okay, we are now going to draw a winner for the bingo. We have a couple of amazing U glasses. And if one of our wonderful high school amazing women wins it, we have a bottle of cider to go with your glasses. Or if someone over 21 happens to win it, you can have your choice, okay? And the winner is, oh, there's a lot in here. Stephanie Newton. Okay, but you have to no, take this. Okay. All right. So go away now because they're wondering why we're whispering. Okay? <laughs> I love you. All right. This is, this is very important. Someone lost a ring. Check your fingers. Someone lost a ring. And just so, I, I mean, I saw the ring and it's like, oh, I might have lost that. So, if you lost a ring, Jeanette, raise your hand. She has the ring. If you can describe it, the ring is yours. Okay? So, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, thank you. The Hope Award. When I started this conference six years ago, I wanted something that could pass along a tangible item, a symbol of hope and inspiration. So I'm going to be very honest, and a lot of you already know this. It was two days before the first conference, and I was at World Market. Don't you love World Market? And I saw this beautiful sculpture, and it reminded me of how we are connected to each other and that bonding, and it is smooth and beautiful like velvet, and oh my gosh, it just had meaning to me. It was also under $15. <laughs> and with no budget, that was a really good price. Well, that Hope Award signifies it does not matter the amount of a gift, it's what behind it is and what the meaning is. The Hope Award for Women is not just any award. It is a movement, an initiative, the collective mission to celebrate women from diverse backgrounds who come together at this amazing new conference to learn, to share, to inspire, and then just give it all back in ways that inspire women to stand in their brilliance. All of you that are going home today will have a charge, and I'll tell you now, you have been here. You get to make a choice. Are you going to stand up and be the example for others and shine so that they know how to shine too? It does not matter where you've been or what's happened. It only matters right here and now and the choice you make on where you're going. You are going. You're. Okay, I didn't learn phonics in school, so I, that always, but you know what I mean. 
All right, I want you to please put your hands together for the 2018 Hope Award recipient, Cecilia Ritter. a day, right, ladies? Um, Bonnie, I share the distinct uh, privilege of having a birthday with Bonnie. So she is my soul sister uh, and inspires me every day. Thank you so much, Bonnie, for having us all here today. Um, last year, it was my great honor. Well, first of all, let me just say this. I'm used to just winging it. Um, I I usually feel pretty comfortable talking in a crowd. It's why I'm in hospitality. Um, but I have something prepared because this woman deserves everything that is coming to her, that has come to her, and the honor of me not missing a damn thing in recognizing her. So it was my great honor and one of the most humbling moments of my life to be chosen to receive this award, the Inspire Hope Award for multiple reasons, but it was because it wasn't for something I've achieved in my career. I've been blessed to have been acknowledged in that way already. But for how I was chosen to tackle the life, the hand that life has dealt me in ways and how to move forward um, that brought hope to somebody else. And mainly it was because that somebody else who chose me, who humbles me every day by who she is how she inspires countless others, mainly divested teens in our community, through the mission that she has chosen in life. She's done it all out of her own tragedy of losing her firstborn son, Isaac. She turned her pain into hope by establishing Isaac's room, the Ike box, and now Isaac's. All of these three benefit divested teens by providing hope for a future for them the amazing Tiffany Bolgen. Thank you, Tiffany. Yes. So then Bonnie told me, Bon Bon, that um, she says, Cecilia, you get to choose next year's recipient of this Inspire Hope Award. Just you alone. So that humbled me even more so because I knew exactly who this woman was going to be. And both of these wo women bookend my deep humility to be in their company only because I know I'm not as deserving of all they have endured and what they continue to endure and the light that they shed in this world in a soul-giving and life-affirming way. So on to the woman that I chose. She is known by her smile first and foremost, because you see this smile coming from a mile away. No matter the circumstances of her life, she carries and beams that smile for you. And we all know those people who have the ability to generate positive energy when they walk into a room. They emanate a genuine warmth of care for you. And in the process, they make you feel special. They have the unique ability to validate your value, whether it's in a conversation, a transaction, or a relationship. With this woman, your existence and whatever moment you share with her, you know it matters to her. 
The net of her love she casts out seems to have no end and no limit. That alone is a gift to behold in someone and celebrate and honor. But what elevates this woman is how she still manages to do this in the face of her own crisis. The biggest challenge anyone can face, fighting for your life. She gets the free pass of not needing to be that person for the people around her as she fights a stage four breast cancer diagnosis. It's everyone else's turn to show up for her, to be that source of positive energy, love, compassion, friendship, care, and concern. But she doesn't relent of being who she is. She doesn't take the free pass. She takes the time to check in with you. She asks how you're doing because she genuinely cares. She still celebrates her family and her friends and the broadness of her community in the giving of her time and her love and her talents. Her fierceness to battle her cancer that metatastized to her liver and her bones. They have seemingly unaltered her ability to show up for life, to not give in or give up, to do so with a grace and a courage and a determination that has to be the huge reason, reason that she's still with us today. She isn't out of the woods with her breast, liver, and bone cancer. But after over three years of defying the odds, she is a living miracle today. We are blessed to have her strong and with us. So she inspires hope better than anything that I can articulate or begin to imagine. But that is my great privilege and huge honor to bestow this year's Inspire Hope Award to my friend, the amazing Victoria Shin. Say a few words. There's your time. I'll hold your award. Okay, if there was any makeup, there's not anymore. And I'm shaking. Thank you. I I can't even express um, my gratitude, my humility that I experience every single morning when I wake up. I open my eyes and I say, Oh my goodness, thank you, God another day. I won't share my whole journey with you right now, but it was an incredible one. I really still can't quite understand why I'm still here. I shouldn't be. Stage four metastatic breast cancer spread to liver and bones, pretty devastating diagnosis. The minute I heard that, I said, hmm, all right, what are we going to do? I went into a fight mode, never let up. Never missed a day of work. 
and I have a table full of my coworkers that were in immense support immediately at work. Many of you in this room, huge support. You don't even understand how important your support is to other people. Just a smile, a simple, hey, did you drink enough water today? How about we go to lunch? Little tiny things mean the world. But I'll tell you, you got me through it. And I'm here today to tell you, stage four is not a death sentence. It's a new lifestyle. It's a chronic illness. It's something that I want to share with everybody in this world to try to give them hope and encouragement to stay in the fight, be the warrior that you are. And if you start falling a little bit, look around to your friends and say, I need, I need, let's go for a walk, whatever it is, just don't give up. Never give up, never give up hope. Whether it's cancer, any other illness, any type of devastation that you're experiencing, no matter what it is. And it's really simple. For everybody in this room, it's a lot of you can do that domino effect, one smile at a time, one day at a time. Kindness in your heart for others is pretty simple. If we could only live by that every day. Don't take anything for granted. Many of you have spoken that to that today, and I just, I'm overwhelmed. I thank you very much. Victoria has some special family and friends that joined her today for this moment. Her son and her first and only grandchild. before the holidays, Victoria, I got an email. Hey, do you want to meet up? I have something to share I would like to share. And I didn't check this out with you before, but this is going to become your women of accountability to what you told me. She said, I have a dream. I said, do you want to tell me? Yes. I want to write a book. And I said, Okay, what's the name of your book? And remember what you said to me? How do you know the name? How do you know I already know the name? Do you remember that? Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> I think you had been there before me, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but she said, How, Victoria said, How do you know I already have a name? And I said, Because you wouldn't be telling me if you didn't. So she had all these wonderful, wonderful long names, and I'm the queen of this blah, 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 blah. And I said, I've got a a name for your book. She goes, what? Stage four. 
Anyone who reads that will know exactly what that is. How's that book coming, love? It's on its way. What does that mean? We're holding you accountable because we want to read it. This inspired me. I need to go home right now and keep writing. <laughs> and you guys aren't going to hear from me for a while because it can't, you know, it gets kind of shoved off. There's all kinds of other things, but it's really important to get it done quickly. So it's coming along. What happens is, and this inspired me, I've written pages of notes and ideas for new chapters, and I don't know where it's going to end up. But I, I'm here. We're going to get it done. You are definitely here. So the 2019 Hope Award recipient. Victoria Shin. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Take it with you. <laughs> Was that just the best? And she had no idea her beautiful family was behind her. I love that. I don't know about you all, but I could really use a hug. You know, hugs are amazing. A hug says, I see you, I care, come on, let's all get up. It's a hug fest, go. I said, where's Janine, I want you over. Okay, ladies, let's come back. We are going to wrap up the day. Has this been the best day ever or what? <laughs> to all of you here today, thank you. To the sponsors, the speakers, the volunteers, the amazing pop-up shops, and the magnificent Grand Hotel and Convention Center team, thank you for making this event magnificent. And to Dan and Scott and the team with Allied Video Productions, he, 
They took all of my little down-to-the-one-minute program and they brought it to life. A big hand for Dan, Scott, and the team. And Bonnie, we want to thank you. Aww. You do so much for every one of us in this world, in this room, in this world too. <laughs> She's got quite the reach, don't you think? Anyhow, you are such an amazing lady. Thank you. You um, inspire us. Um, my daughter listens to you. Thank you. She doesn't listen to <laughs> no, her mom. She, does. she listens to me. <laughs> she does, but when it counts, she needs to hear from somebody else. Thank you very much. Thank you. But, um, oh, we, dear, we take dear a little father. piece of, and I've only heard that twice today. Dear father. Yeah, three. Okay, good. Okay. Perfect. Um, we uh, hopefully tonight we will all take a little bit of Bonnie home with us. Because you inspire us every day, so we appreciate you. Thank you. Oh, and so, well Bonnie, well we wanted to give a little something back to the woman who gives so much to so many. Oh, no. What? <laughs> this is from us and a few other women out in the audience who didn't get a chance to get Well, I wanted a new car. That's <laughs> <laughs> parked outside. Oh, my gosh. I have to joke or I'm going to laugh and my nose is already running and it's not pretty. Oh my gosh, thank, thank you. Hug fest, thank hug fest. You. Okay, okay, thank you. Oh my gosh. Oh, thank you. Thank, okay, thank you. Oh, okay. Oh my God, oh my God. Oh, honey, thank Oh, I love, oh, I love everything in there. Oh my gosh, I can't, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this is great. Wow. Okay, uh, don't make me cry, little one. Okay, wow. Look what happens when, okay, just a second, one minute. Jeanette, thank you for bringing the pillow from your home every year because I, <laughs> I, um, when I say, okay, event designers, what do we have in store? I'm a backpack outdoor girl. I want my wood look, so Extreme Graphics in Albany does all of the amazing signs. And did you check out the bathroom? Did you see what that said? Do you believe it? Yes. That's Extreme Graphics in Albany. They're, they're so amazing. But I always tell Jeanette, and the pillow? Can you bring the pillow? And they're going, oh, she wants the pillow. They're, it's just the sparkle I love in my life. Okay. So many people come to events like this, and you listen to great speakers. Speakers that feed our minds and inspire our souls. And then they leave and they go on to make life-changing shifts. And some people come to events like this and they get little or no results. And they wonder, well, why? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why some get results and some don't. It is what's happening after you leave here today, after this day is over. It's what happens when no one is watching you. That's when it counts. They apply what they've learned and better themselves. 
They read. They surround. You've heard this over and over today. They surround themselves with people who inspire them, and it brings out the best in them. It also brings out the best in us because we are born not to be small. We are born to be big and to shine and be the example for others. And that is your charge, to be the example for others so they know how to shine. And even as Liz Flannery said, shaking and fearful, I did it. I can do this. And if you think no one's watching you, guess again. You're always listening. You're always watching. The speakers you listen to today are not just meant to get you pumped up for five minutes while you listen to them. They are designed to sharpen your mind, to create a mindset that is now prepared to work, to create a habit in believing in yourself that you can and you will be successful. Girlfriends, you must surround yourself and listen to successful people to learn more. But that learning doesn't mean one dang thing if you don't apply what you've learned after you leave here today, after this day is over, after the inspirational starts to fade away. Know this. This is the truth. Your success will be determined when no one is watching, when you are putting in the work on you. The level of success you will achieve will be determined by the work you put in when no one is watching. Are you going to be the one who leaves here today determined to work on you now for a better tomorrow? I didn't hear that. All right. You are going to be the one. Be the one who shines a light so bright it inspires and encourages others to step up in their own life. Amazing you. Diane McLaren, please come and join me. Do you got your good shoes on today? She always is the fat. Oh, they're so tall. Okay. What started six years ago as an opportunity to help a dear girlfriend find hope has grown to mean so much to so many. And this conference has meant the world to me. When Diane called me, it was right before Christmas. I wanted her to come to Arizona with us, remember? And I said, and you're going to tell them a little backstory. And I said, if you go into that dark spot again, you will promise me, promise me that you will call me because she was not coming with us. She said, I will. So the day I got the phone call from Diane, I'm in a Costco in Arizona. And I go to the back of the store, and I am sitting on a pallet of dog food, <laughs> talking to this sweet gal. And I said, if you could do anything you wanted to do in this life, what would it be? And she said, Mike, 
my husband always wanted me to come and speak more in his business. I think I want to be a motivational speaker. After that first year, did you still want to be a motivational speaker? <laughs> you get to talk now. First of all, it's been amazing to have Bonnie as a good friend. <laughs> We've been friends for a long time. Um, and uh, when Mike passed away, it was a really hard, it was a really hard time. Um, and Bonnie came alongside me and encouraged me and supported me. And um, so we did start The Amazing You <laughs> six years ago. And um, Bonnie did all the work. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to, uh, we, we did both, the first year we both spoke. Mm -hmm. We took turns. And um, it was incredible. And it was a good outlet for me to talk about Mike and what it meant to lose him and yet to still live on and, um, and work through grief. And I, I still work through that. But... Um, Anyway, yeah, I realized how hard it is to be a motivational speaker. And I said, I'm not sure I'm really cut out for this. So um, anyway, it ended up that Bonnie said, well, I'll, I'm going to continue on with this. And I'm, I'm just so happy that she decided to continue with Amazing You. And um, I think she's the most selfless person Okay, there we go. I'm going to dear father you because I have to wrap up and I don't want to cry okay, anymore. Okay, okay, I'll just Thank say you. this. She has been a friend to many of us and pretty and really all of us, right? Supported us, encouraged us, and so thank you, Bonnie. Thank I love you. I want you to stay right there. <laughs> Diane McLaren. This conference really has meant the world to me. It means I didn't give up. I stayed vulnerable. I was willing to fail in order to grow. Laura Moret, wow. Failure, we don't fail, we learn, just like you said. What a great example. As a foster kid of over 16 years who grew up alone, scared, and feeling like I would never, ever be enough, this has been amazing. For several years after I started doing this on my own, I still had a tendency to listen to those negative messages. Who am I to do this? Who am I? But the real truth is, who am I not? We are all sent here to be messengers of light and hope and love and to stand in our brilliance and as much as I love working with people and encouraging and supporting them in their lives it was time for me to do that for myself I haven't always been the way I am now stronger and more confident in the knowing that if I take personal responsibility for everything in my life everything stay focused and work hard anything truly is possible. You have to know that and you have to believe it. Each time I step out of my comfort zone to do something, it gets much easier to see and achieve what I thought for decades was only for someone else, not for me. But anything truly is possible. 
I have listened and learned so much from many of you in this room today, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Girlfriends, when women come together to learn and share, magic happens. Women, we're connectors. We connect heart to heart, and that bond is forever lasting. All of you in this room here today are part of the amazing you women's tribe. Whether or not I personally touched or talked to you, you've touched and talked to the women here. We are one, and we are definitely better together. We are not competition with one another. We are community. When women come together to share and to dream, the outcomes are so much larger than our individual dreams. It is true. And Brooke and Renee and the wonderful, they were known as Common Era at that point, marketing team. Brooke put that beautiful quote together, one woman can make a difference, but together we can rock the world. And we've shown that with this conference. So where is the amazing new tribe going next? Right now, I don't have that defined. After six years, I'm going to take time away to reflect on where we started, how far, we'll, how far we have come. Look at us. We started with 64 women. Our following is over 1,000. I don't know where we'll go. I know we will be together in some fashion in a yet-to-announced way on October 2nd, 2020. Mark that first Friday of October. You think this is good. We're going to do something amazing. We can't top what we did today, but we're going to focus on something unique. In 2020, I aspire to stand in my own truth. I want to motivate more with my messages at conferences, and I truly have a passion and a longing to work with youth more. Although specific plans are yet to unfold for Amazing You, what I do know right now that each one of you here today will have the opportunity to contribute to my next book, or should I say, our book. The title of the book will be One Voice, a book filled with lessons learned and inspiration to share from the amazing you tribe of exceptional women, you. More on that coming this winter. And only you that are here at this conference are going to have an opportunity to submit a quote. It is going to be your bedside inspiration, your coffee table inspiration. When we get together in 2020, everyone will get a book where you are a published author, and you will look up your name and you'll turn to that page. It will be the legacy of us. We have shown with this women's conference that big dreams, even with small groups of women, as Diane and I started, can change our communities and create positive, massive ripples that can literally change the world. Our book, One Voice, will be our collective work 
our work to inspire women near and far to come out, be fearless, and shine. I see you. I see your greatness. You are strong. You are enough. And together we are forever connected. Stay fearless. Be you. Be unstoppable. And for heaven's sakes, always walk into that room amazing. Ladies, it's time to level up. long enough you're done with all the talk 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 and nothing on the table it's time to come on out there will be no sign from above you'll only hear the knock 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 of your own heart a signal if you are afraid come out if you are awake come out come out and level up Begin again, dynamite the dam on the flow. Your body feels the tuck, tuck, tuck of time as it hammers. Oh, we are all cinders from a fire burning long ago. But here it is, the knock, knock, knock of your own heart that matters. If you are afraid, come forth. If you are alive, come This is the day we greet. This 
none of this would be possible without the women that are on this stage. And so for year number six, get up here, everyone. You can move faster than that. Get up here. Get up, get up here, everyone. We are going to take our final bow together because women, we're better together. Thank you for coming.